0: I'm going to do a super cut compilation.
1: Of I will murder you. Um, hi, and welcome back to I'll Tell You What. I'm Miranda.
0: And I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really late. Okay, I'm Ashlyn, just in case you really okay. need that confirmation. Um, by the way, I'm Ashlyn. I'm here. I you're it. not Ashlyn. You're going to sh- confuse the listeners. <laughs> She's not Ashlyn. I am. She, are you? <gasps> Did mom lie to us all this?
1: <laughs> oh geez. Switched at birth within our own family. Two years apart. <laughs>
0: I mean, you were basically the same size as me. A year when and, you were and a half born. apart.
1: That's true. I Do me. I say our way? No, you don't. Do I say <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, you're still the worst person I know. <laughs> She's wearing the headphones, by the way.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ooh, well with the new microphone will we both
0: be able to wear headphones? Right. I could always get a headphone splitter. You know, <laughs> that would be like the easy thing to do. Well, that just In makes fact, too much sure
1: dang sense, Ashley. I'm Ashlyn. pretty sure
0: I already have one for the Zoom c- when mom gave me a Zoom <laughs> accessory kit.
1: I will one day end you. <laughs> so if anything happens to Ashlyn, you know.
0: But my office is all the way I'm upstairs. I'm kidding. I'm
1: kidding. I'm kidding. I fear that something will happen to you someday, and now everyone's going to point fingers at
0: Okay, anyway, before I get <laughs> murdered on the podcast... <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm done. I'm so- I get like, mean I after midnight. After midnight?
1: I'm like what a gremlin. You, you fed me.
0: After- no, I didn't. You got those yourself.
1: I got some cheese.
0: <laughs> and crackers. Okay,
1: so let's in. get into it
0: stop. <laughs> I'm like, let me, let me do my this podcast. This is how I
1: feel with you.
0: <laughs> Ashley, do you really want to hear this? <laughs> my hair. That's basically all I hear when you talk anyway. <laughs> That's a good one. There's so many emotions happening right now. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay, we'll find out by the end of this podcast whether we should always record after midnight or before. <laughs> Tomorrow. This is, this is, an experiment. So, Miranda, I'll tell you what. Okay. Tell me something. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the moon is fake. What? <laughs> just <a heads> up.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It's made of cheese. while Sagromet told me.
0: <laughs> you know, I was going with the whole, you know, Yue from Avatar The Last Airbender didn't sacrifice oh. herself for this. But <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, uh, <laughs> so, so <laughs> it's not actually the moon that's fake. My but girlfriend turned
1: into the moon. That's there's... rough, buddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just have to get that one in there. <laughs> And I'm losing it. Okay, so uh, there's a conspiracy out there. In case you didn't know, that says the moon landings were fake. <laughs> I have
1: never heard that in my life. Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, <laughs> this one's just a fun one, so it works. You know that we're all laughing and giggly. No one, not that I mean, solemn some thing people there. died, but like not, not, not. It's not centered around the people that died. <laughs> what? <laughs> but they're not important, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm kidding. By the way, if you've ever died, I'm sorry. Your, your life was more important than a conspiracy. Just a heads up. Let me tell you about a conspiracy. Please do. Saying that the moon landings are fake. What? And they were staged <gasps> by NASA. And this conspiracy has prevailed for over the past 50 years years i
1: really honestly thought you were gonna go with a really small number like like you it's gonna be a big one five years, years. <laughs> 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 and i was gonna be like wow okay so 50 is actually like quite some time well yeah
0: because
1: i mean ever since the moon landing happened probably yes
0: and we keep calling it the moon landing but that was really just the first moon landing Well, yeah like no, there have been others since then other fake moon landings of course we've yeah, never apparently. actually we've never actually been to space according to these people i know reason why this conspiracy has been sustained for so long i mm-hmm. guess would be the way of saying it okay so basically the background of all of this because of course i have to ease us into this, yes it, you know we'll go over the background. i really hate how i First. sound i'm sorry it's just in my podcast i really
1: hate how i sound because i literally like reading what i wrote and i i wrote all of it in like my own words when I read it, it sounds like I just plagiarized the entire thing. I know. I get
0: worried that if I write notes and just copy and paste them, then I'm going to plagiarize. And yet, I never do. I usually use the notes as a guideline.
1: Yeah. I'm bad at using it as a guideline. I read it verbatim,
0: and then it sounds plagiarized, but it's not. Let me make you feel better, okay? Project Apollo was the third U.S. program that focused on human spaceflight during the Cold War space race. Is that what I sound like? No, I I was just making you feel better by exaggerating. Thank God. Oh no. I'm. I'm still a version of that though. No. <laughs> you know the Cold War, space race, and everything. Yes. So that was a huge part of all this, Groot. and actually why Groot, people think sorry. that it was a conspiracy. What?
1: what? Not Groot. Um. What's his name? Despicable Me. Gru. Gru. I called him Groot <clears> for a second, <throat> and I was like, that's not like right. Like the tree. Yeah.
0: Take the moon, and you take the moon, and you
1: take the moon. <laughs> take the moon. <laughs> okay. So. <clears throat> when you see it, you're going to be very
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, the Americans started behind the Soviet Union in in the space race, right? Because when mm. Sputnik 1 went up, and Sputnik was... There were there was more than one thingy named Sputnik. Satellite? Satellite, yeah. 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 I don't know if the others were actually satellites. Okay, because... Every time up, I like, hear...
1: I will say, every time I hear Sputnik... I think of a potato with a bunch of, like, wires coming out
0: of it. One, uh, basically was the first satellite up in space. Uh, It had a low uh, Earth orbit, and it was launched into that in the early October of 1957. Its battery died three weeks later, and it continued orbiting after it had died for about two months before falling out of orbit.
1: So, did it fall out of orbit into space, or is it floating out in space? Into it, Earth? And, yeah, it?
0: yeah, it went, it went back into Earth.
1: Okay. Like well, at least it you know, came back down rather yeah. than more space trash, which we've created plenty of. How are we already polluting space?
0: Because we are not a species meant to last. Anyway, uh, so Sputnik 2 also went up uh, in November 3rd of 1957. So this was a month after Sputnik 1. Uh, and this one actually had a dog on it named Leka. And unfortunately, this is one of the deaths, Leka died on the fourth orbit due to uh, an air conditioner malfunction that caused the craft to overheat.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, poor Leka.
1: Poor puppy.
0: <clears throat> but the good old American boys sent up the Explorer 1 on February 1st of 1958 and that was the first American satellite launched into space. So, yeah, it only took us a few months, really, mm-hmm. uh, to get in on that. Apollo was first thought of during the Eisenhower administration in 1961. It's, it The world wasn't ready for it, and mm-hmm. Eisenhower wasn't as focused on the space race back in 1961. <laughs> I'm trying to iterate how we came up to Project Apollo, mm. and Project Apollo... Like I said, it was the third U.S. program that focused on human spaceflight during the. The space third wars. one. Yeah, sorry, I said that in my monotone voice, or I'm sorry, Is in that my monotone out? voice. The third U.S. program that focused on human spaceflight during the Cold War space. Remember that? Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought you repeated all that in like normal voice. No, you I did didn't. Not. Oh God,
0: that's oh, why yeah. I blacked out. <laughs> Well, Project Apollo was the third one. Uh, the first one was Project Mercury, and I don't really care about the second, so <laughs> <laughs> forget it. <laughs> it, <laughs> it happened. happened. It was, yeah, I, I know, guess whatever. it happened. Project Mercury put the first American Rear Admiral Alan Shepard into or- into suborbital flight and returned him safely on May fifth, nineteen sixty-one. So that was the first launching up into space of Americans. Uh, the Russians had already done. Done it by that point. They already shot them Americans right into space. Just no, they shot them. Had Russian. <laughs> they certainly tried. Anyway, uh, originally uh, Project Mercury was ran by the U.S. Air Force and then was taken over by NASA after NASA was formed. Ooh. So Project Mercury is pre-NASA, basically. And eventually, Project Mercury uh, got to the point where the uh, first American, Colonel Glenn John Glenn. Uh, was launched into orbital flight by February 20th, 1962. And that was actually the first human to actually make the orbit. full orbital thing. He made three orbits around the Earth. The Russians uh, had launched someone into orbit, mm-hmm. and he stayed up there for over a day. Hmm. But it w- he didn't complete a full orbit around the Earth. And he just fell back down. It was like they launched him up and they were like, woo they're, the thing is, there were a lot of Ugh. tests to do all this stuff, um, and they worked really hard on it. So. Mm. <laughs> they worked really hard on well, the moon landing. Wow, those scientists just worked really hard. On the moon landing, like, in case you didn't so know. So I'm so proud of them. Yeah, they, they, they tried. <laughs> yeah, little golf claps for the NASA scientists. And so after Project mercury uh president john f kennedy dedicated the apollo program to putting the first american on the moon
1: woohoo Isn't and this is people? where hidden figures comes in
0: kind of yeah. great movie if you it's, haven't seen it's it it's fantastic go and see it i didn't really work that into here because it didn't really
1: yes, fit but i'm mentioning go watch the movie hidden figures
0: but it is very relevant to this to this absolutely um some background for you. Now, uh, one thing that the conspiracy theorists latched onto is the fact that John F. Kennedy stated outright he wanted to land a man on the moon by the end of the '60s and get him back to Earth safely, like that was Kennedy's goal. Yeah. And so, the moon landing was reportedly, you know, if, if it wasn't faked, mm. it was it, it was reportedly accomplished. By Apollo 11 on July 20th, 1969, with a crew of three people uh, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. And those were the two who walked on the moon. Mm-hmm. And then the one who uh, operated their, uh, like, command vessel, uh, Michael Collins.
1: Now, I've heard of both Neil Armstrong. I have never heard of Michael Collins.
0: Neither had Poor I. Poor guys. I know. Poor guy. I feel well, because bad.
1: I've heard of both Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, except for the fact you hear mostly about Neil Armstrong because he's the one who put the flag in it, right? No, actually, Buzz Aldrin That was Buzz Aldrin. why do we... Because, because Neil, Neil was Armstrong the first was the one who one... took a step.
0: Yeah, he was like, this is one small step step for man man, and giant giant leap leap for for mankind mankind.
1: which was very scripted but i'm here for it but
0: like imagine imagine being on on that uh flight and and just thinking okay what am i gonna say when i get there this is what i'm gonna say this is what i'm gonna say it's like me (laughs) going up for open mic
1: night (laughs) it's literally me going up for open mic night literally the entire time thinking of something (laughs) quippy to say and then getting up there and acting like it was off the cuff. oh yeah like when i got up there with my ukulele and said um, sorry, I left my guitar in the in the dryer too long, and so <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it got it a nice weird. like pity laugh.
0: <laughs> I laughed. Oof. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah. Y- you cute. You cute.
1: I literally, I tried to sound so off the cuff, but I was thinking about it for
0: hours. Yeah, no, and so imagine being <laughs> I'm <laughs> Neil
1: Armstrong, and like you're,
0: you're like, okay, what am I gonna say? What if he messed it up? <sighs> yeah, I'm taking a ton of step, but it's it's gonna be a big thing. That,
1: that was, was his that first started. draft, the rough draft,
0: <laughs> the roughest of drafts. Okay, anyway, we're getting real. Or
1: we quote cat.
0: Uh, oh my God, yeah, I'm on so- the move anyway we're getting back to the apollo (laughs) program because swerve okay so we might as well so we might as well get into the 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 spooky part or i guess the morbid part because it doesn't make sense people died miranda okay we can't call it (laughs) spooky. it's (laughs) spoops okay so um apollo won uh what what did he win (laughs)
1: That was a you joke. People died. It was a random joke. joke
0: for you. Public this one is what I did. It exploded on with. the ground during pre launch tests, it killed the it? entire crew. Oh. <laughs> Why would you say it like that? Because
1: you that were was making so jokes. so mean. <laughs> Pay your respects. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, super
1: right. <laughs> I wasn't even that dark with Natalie Wood.
0: <laughs> so the, Apollo 1 explodes and um, it exploded on the ground during pre-launch tests and killed the mm. entire crew. <laughs> uh, this was on February 21st 1967. And um, I think as a direct result the next three Apollo launches Apollo 4, 5, and 6 were unmanned. So like, yeah, we're going to test this out a little a little more. Yeah. Um.
1: Like a pre-test before you put people
0: in it? Yeah. Another morbid thing that, uh, in relation to the Apollo program, Apollo 13 also had a malfunction. This time with an oxygen tank. The oxygen tank exploded en route to the moon. And virtually destroyed the ship's electrical power supply. But the crew was able to lifeboat their way back to Earth. So, like, they were still able to, to... they were safeguards and everything. Okay. And so they all survived, but they didn't make it to the moon. That was so, but that was the only uh, Apollo mission after Apollo 11 that didn't make it to the moon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, honestly. Ten,
1: I was going to say ten. Or ten reportedly, you know, nine sorry, for reported, ten or something like that, but not really.
0: Not really at all. There were only 17 Apollo missions. Or, they all went to the moon? No. Apollo 11 on went to the moon. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> We've been yeah. to the moon 11 times. They started moon colonies? 7 times? They, 17 times? They uh, started moon colonies. And, yeah, you just can't just see it the because they're people. on the dark side <laughs> of the moon. And they put a space <laughs> heater up there so people don't freeze to death.
1: I can only imagine it's bit colder than Earth. And,
0: and I'm just adding this in because, one, the spoopy factor, and two, because I've seen it. Um, in 2011, there was a fictional horror movie named Apollo 18. <laughs> So, basically, it was a found footage documentary about... On the moon. Yeah, on the moon. About a secret (laughs) launch. It was a horror movie. It was not good. You want (laughs) major spoilers here? Space spiders.
1: Spiders? That's not where I thought this was going. Moon rock
0: spiders.
1: This is not where I thought this was going. I thought it was going to be like a moon man.
0: It's like if you're going to make a horror movie... Make it an alien. not, Not a
1: space spider. That is dumb.
0: Well, it's like... If you're going to make a horror movie in space, there's so much creativity you can have. But no, it was basically space spiders that get their way into spacesuits and kill you. Space
1: spiders from the Black Lagoon.
0: Basically, except space spiders from the dark side of the moon. So, yeah, the movie wasn't good. And that's where I'm leaving the Apollo program. There was a lot of
1: <laughs> background there, <laughs> Apollo <I know>. 18. <laughs>
0: Apollo 18.
1: Just one of the many Apollo movies. They, they, yeah, they treated According it like it was a found to footage conspiracy... thing. And I was no. like, I hate this. According to conspiracy theorists, just one of the many right? Apollo movies. No,
0: and, like, they tr- they tried real hard to pass it off. Like, oh, this is this is actual footage that was found and everything. And I'm like, space spiders. Yeah, space spiders. Was
1: it made with, like, the uh, Polly Pocket... Um, that recording studio?
0: No. No it wasn't. Mm. It was just sad is what it was. No, I'm kidding. It, it it did not get good reviews, the movie. And quite frankly, good. Megan had me watch it. I'm sorry, Megan, but it was what is movie,
1: wrong but. with your friends.
0: Uh, we, we watch movies together. It's great. You should get friends.
1: <laughs> Hopefully my friends show me better movies.
0: <laughs> I mean, we also watched The Descent. But you would be too scared to watch that. So I whatever. don't do
1: scary movies. Yeah. I so
0: the origins of... The, oh, and also things that went in with the Apollo program that I didn't even talk about or write notes about because I'm dumb uh, was the fact that, you know, it wasn't just one place that they were working. Like, it wasn't just the Nas- NASA headquarters. Like, around the United yeah. States, it was different companies uh, engineering and creating different parts for the rockets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this that and the other thing so it was in depth it was a community effort, basically yeah all across the a nation. national effort yeah if you will <laughs> a community Look, effort
1: across the nation or a national effort if you will <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah fight me okay i'm tired uh-huh. so the origins of you know the whole Moon is fake conspiracy. I mean, moon landing is fake, but we're pretty sure the moon is fake by this point too. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> the so, the
1: moon is fake.
0: <laughs> I labeled my notes: the moon you is take fake, the just moon. for funny. You take <laughs> no, the moon. <laughs> we can't keep referencing that. I know last time I kept referencing secret tunnel, but I was pretty sure Nickelodeon wouldn't sue us. So, the origins of the conspiracy started with a uh, a pamphlet, a book. I wasn't entirely sure. Some people called it a pamphlet, some people called it a book. But
1: It was a large pamphlet. A lengthy pamphlet.
0: I don't know, honestly. Bill Casing self publishes this book pamphlet thing, I'm not entirely sure, uh, titled We Never Went to the Moon, America's Thirty Billion Dollar Swindle in nineteen seventy six. He self published this. Yes.
1: Well he, I know that clinches it. I'm just gonna
0: Okay, keep so that keep that tucked away. Yeah, keep in mind that it was 1967 that we went to the moon. Reportedly, we don't have proof of that just yet. Okay, so in 1976, uh, he publishes this pamphlet thing, uh, and Casings' uh, um, credentials are as follows: uh, He was he worked as a senior technical writer for the company. Rocketdyne, and Rocketdyne had built the engines for the Saturn V rockets, which were the rockets that all of the Apollo missions that went to the moon used, including Apollo 11. The basic claim uh, founding all of this and what gave him uh, any backing, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, for, for what he would know from working for Rocketdyne was that, according to all the calculations and everything there was only a point zero zero one seven percent chance, 1 in 60,000 chance, that we would ever make it to the moon. Meaning wow. it would be easier for NASA to actually stage it. Now, granted, though, again, his company built the engines used in the Saturn V mm-hmm. rockets, but they weren't the only... Uh, only company involved in producing parts for yeah. Saturn V rockets. <clears throat> and also he Saturn was working... rockets are a
1: pretty big deal on a spaceship. And also
0: he was working as a senior technical writer <clears throat> and according to the Wikipedia article that I found, that I got most of my information from, because <laughs> that's the kind of level of research we do here. Hey. I'm just kidding. There's actually a ridiculous amount of information on this Wikipedia. And like I said resources. in my last episode anyway. too. Yeah. Well and also there's so much information available about the... Yeah. The moon landing and the rocket launches and everything. Yeah, um, so... I mean,
1: I, I understand where he's coming from, saying, like, there's such a slim chance. Especially mm-hmm. because, if you think about it, our cell phones have more technology in them. And are more powerful yeah. than than the
0: entire... Than then what a computer would be yeah, at that the, time.
1: Than an entire computer at that time. Or the entire computer that sent the rocket to the moon. Yeah. Supposedly.
0: Well, I don't know about that. Maybe.
1: At least our two com- our two phones combined, definitely.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> thing is, specifically, he was a senior technical writer. Meaning, and this kid had no... Uh, kid? Yeah, he was basically a kid. Uh, well, the thing is, he had a Bachelor of Arts in English.
1: More than I had.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, it, there's a reason why there's an Avenue Q song. Uh, like, you know, what can you do with... The BA in English. Despite having no credentials aside from that, he was hired as a senior, tec- senior technical writer for this company. Uh, which meant he oversaw like all of the technical documents. But also, they were all for one company. They didn't really illustrate the actual practical use yeah. of the rocket all in one. Yeah. But he did say, Oh, it's such a slim chance. It would be so much easier for NASA to stage it.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Like an engine has more to do than Mm -hmm. like a steel rod, but it's kind of like the people making the steel rods going like, "Oh, there's such a slim chance by our yeah by our calculations by our calculations, there's a really slim chance that you can get this steel rod Mm -hmm. into space."
0: (laughs) He proposed that there was a set created in Area Fifty One to fake this. Your so face. he believes he woke
1: up at that. <laughs> <laughs> so he believes that Area 51 is real, but he doesn't believe the moon landing is real.
0: I'm gonna just ignore that and keep going because I still have a few pages. <laughs> okay, I'm and sorry. it's one in the morning. Okay, so basically, uh, his he proposed that a Saturn V was launched and then was dropped into the ocean once it was out of view. And then the return was staged by dropping a dummy capsule from an army plane into the ocean. One of his more out-there theories also suggested that the astronauts were brainwashed into believing they were landing on the moon so as to keep them from giving it away.
1: This sounds like something I would just make up to mess with someone.
0: And then, in 1980, the Flat Earth Society... (laughs) Then claimed. Then, hang on, hang on. I'm treating this seriously. I did actual research. I'm not
1: laughing. That was that was that Mm -hmm. was a nervous tick. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Flat Earth Society then claimed in 1980 that the moon landing was staged by Hollywood, had a Walt Disney sponsorship, so like it was sponsored by the (laughs) Disney Company. Mm -hmm. uh, Was based on a script by Arthur C. Clarke, who I'll get into in a moment.
1: What if, like one of those, um, the you know the Disney vloggers, the people who work at Disneyland, who are like Disney was so, a witch, and he actually just teleported them to the moon.
0: Stop focusing on Disney. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. It's okay, my new, my so new, my the, new theory. Involved. Excuse
0: me. Excuse me, miss. Excuse me. Return to your seat, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. Sit down. <laughs> okay, Arthur C. Clarke, uh, like wrote sci-fi, uh. Stories. He was a science writer and a futurist, and also an inventor. So he's he's you know known in the circles of sci-fi, uh, and then also that it was directed by Stanley Kubrick, who you know, yeah, did, did The Shining and the, and uh...
1: mm-hmm. was he alive back then? Yes,
0: he was. Uh, so the idea of Clark and Kubrick's involvement was actually due to the 1968 film 2001: A Space Odyssey. So this was before human space travel was possible. I'm just
1: saying I went on Arthur C. Clark's um, IMDB and it says nothing. <laughs> space, landing.
0: The moon landing. You mean whatever they landed in space. Okay. Yeah. Who got the credits? Uh, so yeah, the uh, idea of Clark and Kubrick's involvement was due to the 1968 film 2001 a space odyssey. And this film was praised for its accurate depiction of space travel and its pioneering special effects.
1: And then you watch it nowadays and... No, actually, it still just holds kidding.
0: up. It's actually still extremely accurate depiction of space travel, but I think they were going to Jupiter or something like that. So it to was... get
1: more stupider.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. You had to know that was coming.
0: I was hoping it wasn't. <laughs> I,
1: I like to Did live in the world of Did you say it in your optimism. head, too? No! Wow, then you... Although
0: I kept singing... I'm on a boat during your <laughs> episode. So anyway, rude. Um. That's that
1: that is distasteful.
0: <laughs> she wasn't on a boat. I <laughs> said that during your Work. phone. I'm, to to.
1: I'm gonna have to find it, and it's probably gonna be it's gonna be under something important <laughs> that I didn't repeat 15 times, and I'm not gonna Ooh, be able to cut it out.
0: Boss. Anyway, you horrible person. Okay, I'm a film person. Let's yeah. let's let's thinking. To that. I've also done research papers on Stanley Kubrick. Okay, right? yeah. like mm-hmm. so, I I know my Kubrick mm-hmm. just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so he's why are you the worst person? <laughs> Continue. So Stanley Kubrick, uh, is known as one of the most detail conscious and precise directors in Hollywood's history. Uh, he got his start in photojournalism, and he realized there that all of the parts of the frame tell a bigger story than just you know what's front and center and so he knew uh Mm. he was always conscious of what was in frame yeah uh and also tried to make it as accurate as possible tried to make it believable so that people really felt like they were being immersed in a story Mm -hmm. rather than just you know oh this has nothing to do with me Mm. that sort of thing so that's part of the reason clark meanwhile like i said wrote sci-fi a lot and he actually even had his own tv show hosting thing so, that was that's the Flat Earth Society mm-hmm. was claiming that. Uh, oh yeah, them. <laughs> so the a lot of the proof that they cite, mm-hmm. uh, aside from the fact that you know it was nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. When Buzz Aldrin planted the flag, it waved, but there's no air in space, so it must have been an air conditioner or, uh. Or like wind, you know, like if it was filmed in a studio, it must have been an air conditioner. But if it was filmed outside in the desert, it must be wind. Shadows behind Aldrin. uh, And so they think that it came from a giant spotlight. Mm. There's inconsistencies in pictures Mm. like they're they're not consistent. And so they're like, this is really fishy. Uh, And there's poor video quality. (laughs) <laughs> uh, which, which means that you know they're pretty sure it's it's really just so uh, no one can uh, analyze it. Oh right? yeah. And then there's also or the missing 5, Apollo 9, Eleven 67. tapes, which which goes in with the poor video quality. Mm-hmm. So um, the the missing Apollo Eleven tapes. Uh, in the early two thousands, NASA tried to find the original slow scan television, the SET, mm-hmm. SSTV, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, in the early 2000s, NASA tried to find the original slow-scan television SSTV telemetry tape data tapes from the original Apollo 11 moonwalk in order to just... so that they could transcribe them in higher quality. Why did I write in full sentences in my notes? <laughs> me too. And then my next bullet just says, unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate myself. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. Uh, Yeah, so basically they were trying to get the original RAW Mm -hmm. uh, data from there. Uh, Now, go a little bit into what SSTV is uh, when I'm debunking everything because I'm a terrible person. Uh, But the original RAW SSTV was transcribed live, Mm -hmm. and since it was widely viewed and recorded backing up the original tapes wasn't really a priority Mm -hmm. Uh, and so it's likely they were overwritten in the 80s when NASA was facing an SSTV tape shortage and so it was was like following standard procedure but Mm -hmm. like in the 2000s they were like no you fools you doomed us all like why would
1: you Of all the tapes to record over though well
0: I get it because, you know, you're hoping to go on to bigger and better things. And this is one event that has definitely, uh, like, ever, everyone's seen the moon landing. At least mm-hmm. once. You know? Sure. You dare get on this podcast? Not certain you've seen I, the moon landing? I've seen clips. Yeah, I've that's, seen all, pictures. that's all I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you've seen some of it. Mm. Excellent. Great. So, yeah, the original tapes are probably gone forever which is sad because now they can't be trans- transcribed to higher quality. Like, we have higher mm-hmm. quality transcriptions available. Mm. They had to use a very special camera in order to get all this because they didn't have Bluetooth cameras that could just communicate. <laughs> they didn't? Honestly, I'm actually really surprised that they were able to do a live yeah. broadcast of this. Like, I think – I. I love it. Anyway, debunking the theory. Yes, we're finally getting to debunking this. Uh, On the film spectrum, I actually found a really good article from a film person Mm -hmm. stating from a film standpoint why it's a bunch of nonsense. So the technology required from a film standpoint to fake the moon landing actually would not have existed in 1969. (gasps) Like uh, slow motion, uh, which would be required to create like an anti-gravity kind of feel. Uh, if performed live, would require more frames per second than was allotted at the time. Uh, tech at the time could only handle about 30 seconds of film at a time, uh, making, uh, making 90 seconds mm-hmm. in slow motion, you know? Uh, so in order to fake the moon landing, they would have had to have uh, 47 minutes of live action. Even if NASA had more advanced technology, it's unlikely to be, like, 3,000 times more powerful, Mm -hmm. you know? And if the film was done manually, now this was not digital recordings and everything, so it would have required six reels of film, at least. Uh, And then, if there had been graininess in the film, like, you know, when you're watching older movies on an actual reel, there's, like, graininess, Mm -hmm. this, that, and the other thing, it would have given it away. So. Uh, and also, it, it would have needed to be put together with imperceptible splicing, mm-hmm. so it's unlikely that it was done manually, like slow motion. Yeah. So this is where I went into how they got the uh, video from space. Uh, and so it was through slow scan television, SSTV telemetry tapes, which these are often used by uh, amateur radio operators to transmit and receive static pictures. Mm-hmm. So it's like sending a picture via radio waves which is nuts to me. I thought that was really cool. Uh, and so the SSTV used on Apollo 11 transmitted at a rate of 10 frames per second and mm-hmm. had to be transcribed uh, live in order to be aired on television. Mm-hmm. And so television usually airs at 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. And so there was a little bit of issue with that. So that's part of the whole transcription thing, which mm-hmm. I, I just find that entire process so fascinating. I love it. Okay. But also Stanley Kubrick was dedicated to perfection. This is this is a big film theory, by the way. Yes. This is a big film standpoint. Okay. So Stanley Kubrick I get it. <laughs> No, he's dedicated to perfection. I got it. And so for him it actually would have been easier for <laughs> it, to, it to be filmed on the moon. Like honestly, he probably would have required it to be filmed on the moon, knowing this man. Me too. It's so good. he's like, What tech have you got? Okay, let's do this. Let's
1: go to the moon, guys.
0: The flag waving part. Remember how some people were like, there's no air in space. Why was the flag waving? Uh, so NASA claimed that it was waving because Aldrin was like twisting the pole into the moon's soil. And seeing as the flag becomes still in the footage, like after that, it's, it's mm-hmm. probably unlikely to be due to air conditioners. Yeah, it was
1: probably the fact that he waved it, had to like move it around to put it we can, in legal, the ground. Legal, 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 legal in the in the moon and then it was like straightening itself out. Yes, yeah. Because that does happen. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Also,
0: there are no particles like of the air or heat waves or like heat wave lines to suggest that it was filmed in the desert. Yeah. So you could see those. Right. Like it's not like Mars where they could've faked it and just filmed it in the desert during a dust storm. No. Yeah. It's the moon. Get up the right. moon. Okay. So the spotlight shadow. hmm Yeah. Let's get to that. There's a thing called the sun. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a reason why there were strong shadows yeah. behind Aldrin. And the fact that they did were changing. Did you know that the sun is a thing that exists? Yes. Did you, did you know it gives off light? No. <gasps> I, was <It> <laughs> I was unaware.
1: I was unaware that
0: the sun emitted light. And then there's the inconsistencies in photographs. Uh, the debunking of this actually... <laughs> Comes from photography experts, even mm-hmm. those unrelated to NASA. Wow. Yeah, they say that these inconsistencies actually suggest a real landing. And I'm saying, do you think Kubrick would have allowed there to be inconsistencies yeah. in the photographs well, if maybe he staged if, it? Maybe if he thought it would make
1: it seem more realistic. <gasps> no, he wouldn't have. Conspiracy. On top he... of conspiracy. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, jeez. The moon I'm landing like, was real, it, but actually, it, Stanley Kubrick is not. <laughs> stanley kubrick is the moon (laughs) and 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 he staged
0: the earth landing boom (laughs) (laughs) studio or tweaked images would have had more consistencies or would have been more consistent with each other because they're staged and not candid uh and a lot and in a lot of cases also there's like misunderstandings of photos Mm -hmm. like of how the uh Shadows fall, this, that, and the other thing. There are so many people creating all these theories based on the photos. I could not possibly go into it. But lucky for you folks, you have show notes. Is there I actually go found a really Google. good article that talked about mm. uh, in specific and like went through each of the different uh, photos and ways you want, that people were. You on our sites you
1: on our sites, go to Google. Search moon landing
0: fake don't do your, your own tomorrow. research listen to our podcast That's instead. It. No, I'm just kidding don't do your own research listen to our podcast you are right I'm kidding do your research but also like talk to us anyway mm. uh, also one thing that debunks it all and we actually went into this with our first episode of the podcast <gasps> oh my yeah. god is it the Freemasons it's <laughs> no it's not the Freemasons no. <laughs> that was the, that was the third episode, episode. Sorry. sorry sorry Freemasons were not involved in Project Sunshine thank you that we know of, actually, huh? Gotta say, or were they? <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, was the scope of it all. I said that uh, in order for conspiracies to really hold any weight, they have to exist on a small kind of scale. Like it has to be a select group of people. Mm-hmm. So, according to a space mission designer, uh, James Longuski, mm-hmm. I like that name. It's a good name. Uh, over 400,000 people who worked on the Apollo program uh, for nearly 10 years would have been involved Mm -hmm. including the 12 men who walked on the moon six men who flew with them as command module pilots Mm -hmm. six other men who orbited the moon plus all the engineers skilled laborers scientists technicians and astronauts who worked on the missions but to date no one from nasa or the united states government who had any connections to the apollo program claim like claims that it was faked Mm -hmm. so that's a lot of people to not be blowing a yeah you know that's unlike you know dennis tavern (laughs) sorry right (laughs) (laughs) call back to our you know other episode our previous episode but yeah so that's an awful lot of people uh like i said i don't really believe in many conspiracies if like have you ever tried to organize adults at all like a small group another call back
1: to our first episode (laughs) i
0: know again uh it's exhausting to get even a group of five adults to coordinate their schedules and their lives and to not ruin things. Let alone 400,000. Or, you know, four on a boat. Uh. (sighs) Miranda, stop trying to hijack my my episode. Come on. Uh, And then also, there's a lot of information available about Mm -hmm. the moon landings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only, like, the transcripts, From Mm -hmm. the uh, people, but also what goes into building, what went into building the Saturn V rockets, the tests that existed beforehand, the uh, the connections they had with the Russian. uh, The strong, powerful women who did all the math. Yes. (laughs) But there has been a ridiculous amount of transparency between NASA and the public, Mm -hmm. much unlike, you know. The military, or the CIA, or even presidential administrations. So, the so NASA honestly is one of the most transparent. The biggest debunking evidence. What? Uh, beginning in two thousand nine, NASA had a uh, lunar reconnaissance orbiter, mm. which uh, basically order uh, orbited about thirty one miles above the moon. Yeah, yay miles. And took pictures, you know, really uh-huh. pretty pictures. And so in these pictures, you could actually see the remnants of the Apollo program on the lunar surface. Yeah. Like the spots where the Apollo flights landed. And Conference. almost all of the U.S. flags left on the moon, except the one during the Apollo 11 mission because it was blown over during the missions left off from the lower oh, surface. no
1: they left it too close to the thing.
0: Yeah. also aren't all of them like bleached white by now? Actually they, they couldn't get the uh, uh, how faded they were by this point.
1: Because I heard, From I heard pictures, somewhere that I guess,
0: yeah, that I think guess they've like all been like bleached or white at this point because of the sun or something mm-hmm. like that. But but I did also want to touch on why this theory prevailed, especially at the time. Because like to us, uh, mm-hmm. it seems kind of, you know, oh, the moon landing was faked. Ooh, let's get our tinfoil hats on. But mm-hmm. um, there's about 5 to 6% of Americans who actually think there's something to it. Mm-hmm. Uh and and when you think about how many people are in America, there's like seven million people in America. So as like up to six percent of Americans think that it could possibly be like oh. not like what they've told us. All of all
1: of this is That's just reminding me of all the birds died in nineteen eighty seven due to Reagan <laughs> killing them. The birds work for the, the bourgeoisie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. all I can think of. <laughs> Good Lord, maybe I'll have to cover that once. Maybe, but so this theory started prevailing uh, because around the time that Casings' pamphlet or book was published, mm-hmm. that was after Watergate.
1: Oh, uh, there
0: was a lot coming to light about the Vietnam War and the
1: government in general. How the go-
0: how the government lied about the Vietnam uh, War so, with so the now, Pentagon Papers. Now we're
1: back to the point where yeah. people don't trust the government again mm-hmm. because the government lies.
0: Yeah, well, and so also in 1976, Casing self-published that in 1976. Uh-huh. And uh, around the same same exact time, the House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded that there was likely a conspiracy to kill Kennedy. So, you know, the whole JFK assassination, conspiracies, and everything. Mm-hmm. That was just becoming a thing Mm -hmm. right then. Which. uh,
1: At the same time as the moon landings. Yeah, but
0: but the thing is, Kennedy had been assassinated like almost a decade earlier. Sorry. Originally, the Warren Commission uh, had judged that there wasn't a conspiracy Mm to kill Kennedy. And then in uh, 1976, the House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded that. There probably was mm-hmm. and so everyone was a little on edge not sure what to think uh, mm-hmm. and there were plenty of reasons to distrust government and that culture really persists today uh look at everything that's happening in the world right now i'm trying to not get into too much but i mean take for example the conspiracy that happened in 2016 with the russian chaos agents influencing the united states uh, election, election, mm. which I kind of want to cover in a conspiracy they... thing. There's also the reason that if the technology didn't exist uh, by the end of the 60s, mm-hmm. uh, Kennedy's dedication to getting Americans on the moon uh, would have never been realized, and so that might have looked bad on him because mm-hmm. uh, they spent if they spent billions of dollars on the technology and were beaten by the Soviet Union again, it would also be a heavy blow to the American people during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. So, the moon landing, in and of itself, was a decisive victory in America's favor uh, during the space race. In fact, it effectively ended the space race. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why people kind of felt like, oh well, if all of this stuff isn't true, like you know, we were lied about about the Vietnam War in order to get us to fight. Uh, of course, the moon landing was probably faked because we had pride for our country, and like, why would we? Mm-hmm. So ever since. Ever since people started questioning the moon landing, uh, I feel like people are like, there's no pride in being American anymore, which, fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they realized that we lived in like this constructed reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, so knowing all this, was it faked? No. Yeah, I know, not a bit. Just, no. Yeah, and so that's really all I got. I got there are footsteps on the moon. I got so many, <laughs> so many. I thought you were like, sources. I got so many calls, and I'm just gonna. I'm yeah, like, from so many calls during the, during this. Um, so many. They're you. all from our mom. Um. So and basically, she says your podcast sucks. <laughs>
1: probably, probably. So yeah. Uh, so basically, basically, you just ranted at me for an hour yelling at me because the moon
0: landing was not fake Miranda you know 40 minutes of that was just you laughing I did not
1: (laughs) no the moon landing in my opinion was not faked yeah and all of your reasonings and stuff didn't even need to be sourced because no because the reasonings for it being faked were stupid I'm sorry um, The light. Oh my god! It was a giant spotlight. A giant spotlight. Okay, so spotlight.
0: I, I'm not sure I did it justice because there's a lot of nitty gritty that goes that went into analyzing the photos, and that's actually why I'm uh, going to link that. The thing is, article that I found about it. The thing it. is,
1: how they made it sound like a mm-hmm. a, a theory, um, the conspiracy. It sounds like me making something up,
0: you know. Just to yeah. see who believe it, yeah. And the thing is, is it's, it's been, almost like that it's guy been denied by a, like so well, yeah. many people uh, that to the point that they're like really annoyed by it now. Yeah, and uh, it's one of na- it's one
1: of America's slash national's biggest feats ever. I mean, no, it is. Yeah, their biggest
0: feat. It's the reason they were created. Yeah, like, and so to say that, yeah, it was fake. It's kind of rude. I can, I can only kinda, imagine I mean, It is how... rude. It's
1: rude to all the
0: scientists and everybody well, who worked so hard. Especially the astronauts. Like, and the astronauts. Can, like talking to Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and you're just like, yeah, yeah them, you're like, experienced. Yeah. Your
1: experiences were faked. Yeah, you going you don't, into space. You don't
0: know the difference between a movie studio and... Oh, yeah. You were space. hypnotized
1: or some stupid thing. Brainwashed. I don't know. Brainwashed or brainwashed. Yeah. So the moon... Uh, <laughs> exists i guess I um, know, I, we have not proven that the moon exists but we, we have proven that people that the have landed moon landing, on it <laughs> yes we have not proven that the moon itself exists
0: but might not exist what? Uh, <laughs> how does this make sense well technically we technically parallel universes <gasps> might have a oh, better chance it, of existing mm, parallel than, universes than the chances of getting to the found.
1: moon it's my theory that's the new theory <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're, we're right. putting
0: on conspiracies on conspiracies now. So, if Ooh. you have a personal
1: opinion on the moon landing and whether or not it was faked,
0: please curse me out by emailing us at matter than a caterpillar But Don't at curse gmail.com. at us. Please curse at me. But don't curse. I will be filled with the righteous rage. No, oh, stop it. Uh, we've also learned during this episode that we should definitely not start recording after midnight.
1: Yeah, we're like gremlins, but in a worse way. Yeah. Like a lame way.
0: We like we a, get just, like
1: real slap happy for about ten minutes and then the rest is garbage.
0: Like a sad middle aged way. It's me. <laughs> I'm sad I'm middle of, aged, but I'm of us only twenty four. Middle aged.
1: You don't know that. Am I a middle? No, I'm just kidding. How would I? It n- could be dark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> done. Oh, I'm done. It. Mercy. Uh, on me. <laughs> um, but yes, email us at matterthanacaterpillar at gmail And I finally started our Instagram, like I mentioned.
0: <laughs> Mentioned the last episode. Also, mm-hmm. matter
1: than a caterpillar,
0: and yeah, tag us in your pictures of the moon. Um, tell Ta- people about us, yeah, and tell people about us. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your friends. Tell the FBI agent secretly listening through your phone,
1: and tell the alien that lives in your closet. And good night. <laughs>
0: Did you know that you changed it to Alien that time? Yes. Okay. Was and one that of the planned? other ones.
1: And one of the yes. And one of the other ones I said Alien as well. So it's gonna be a thing. What? Every so often I'll say Alien. This time it was about the moon,
0: so I said can you, Alien. Can you say dead body living in your closet at one no. point? Oh, okay, good. Because that'd be scary. That would be dark. What about the skeleton named Fred living in your closet? I could. I could say the skeleton
1: living in your closet. <laughs> yeah. think? The kids would love a Fred. All right, out. we're done. <laughs>